Welcome to the podcast series, Interest Rates with Mates, with Colin, Todd, Sean, and Cass. I was thinking to start uh, by singing Celebration, <laughs> but, but I won't. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. Uh, RBA, breaking news. So we have, uh, we've had another pause for this year, which is oh, uh, a relief. A relief. Yeah. A relief for everyone, I think, at the moment. Oh, look, af- after the 12 rate rises in the past 15 months, you know, it's a lot. Yeah, it's just been pushing it right to the edge. So I think yeah, we're, we're all breathing a sigh of relief now, so... Yeah, there's a lot of people hurting out there, um, a lot of people coming off fixed rates who are, are quite nervous um, about what those rates are going to. Um, a lot of fixed rates still to come off over the course of the next six months. So yeah. I think this is definitely the right decision. Um, there could be some some more pain on the horizon. There could be another one. Um, well, Philip Lowe's come out and he said, look, expect more rate rises because inflation sort of needs to be under that 3%. Currently, quarterly, it's sitting at 7%. So he's sort of given a word out to the Australians, hey, stop, stop, spend, yeah. stop spending. Yeah, that's right. I think the data that comes out over the course of the next four weeks is going to be really uh, important and critical as to whether or not we'll, we'll get another rise in um, in August. Um, but, yeah, let's just hope that data keeps trending down and it, it's enough or it keeps trending down quick enough for, for Philip Lowe to – Give us another pause, but yeah, yeah time will tell. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's it's probably this is our our four weeks that we've got till potentially you know maybe there will be another rise in August. But at least if we it gives us that bit of breathing space that we've, if we've got clients that are coming off their fixed rates, um, potentially looking at fixing or whatever we need to do, it does give us that little bit of room yep. to yeah, move definitely. at the moment. Those pre-approvals, like got a few clients who haven't yeah. found properties in the last three months. Um, Obviously, getting reassessed at the current interest rate can reduce their borrowing capacity slightly. Um, at least, yeah, it gives them another four weeks to um, to get those pre-approvals re-approved, um, reassessed at the current interest rates um, and locked in for another three months. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the lenders because after the hold that we had in April, we saw a reduction in some fixed rates. Very interesting nice to, to see what lenders come yeah. out with. It's interesting because, like, I was just saying that before, but mm. it is sort of bad timing because those those lenders have actually just, like, over the last three to four weeks, you know, a lot of them have only just started increasing those fixed rates again. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. It, I think it'll be also interesting to see what the bank's variable rates do. Obviously, we've been yeah. seeing a lot of out-of-cycle yep. variable rate rises. Um if that trend continues, there's almost an argument for Philip Lowe not to move rates any further because the banks are increasing them themselves. So he doesn't really need to step in and increase the cash rate. Yeah, yep. um, cycle. That's so right. yeah, I, I really do think the next yeah the next four to six weeks are really critical um, with the data that sort of starts to to flow through. Mm-hmm. Even some of the fixed rates that we've seen, we've seen a few of those come up, jump up over the last couple of weeks. So there were some cracking rates out there for a good few weeks Uh, and now they've jumped up and it's like, you know, some of them have gone up by 0.4, They're big jumps as well. So, um, yeah, hopefully we start to see some of them come back down again, which would be ideal. And I think, um, you know, it's always interesting to – when this announcement comes out, we always look at what the stats are on repayments and things. So it would be a breath of fresh air for a lot of Australians. 
a few lenders have come out with some good policy changes and that's that 1% buffer for refinances. Mm. So if you are coming off that fixed rate, we've still got those options. And with this hold, that's going to look a lot better than if we'd had another rate rise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And that's a, that's, that's a really good point, is it? And, and we've spoken about that before, is, is the policy changes that are happening behind the scenes. So the lenders are obviously wanting to lend money. Yep. Um, so that's where it's great to have a chat with us because we've we've got a, a good panel that yeah, we can yeah. go to and, um, yeah, find the best option for you. I was actually talking to another lender this morning too and they've got a policy, that same sort of thing, like a 1% assessment rate coming mm. in the next two to three weeks. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, yeah, there's more lenders jumping on board with that like what we got at least three or four now yeah. that are offering sort of alternate assessment um yeah criteria so yeah, yeah. we shall see what august brings us yes fingers what crossed yeah. what do we reckon uh look i think it, it really depends on the data that we see to filter through i as I said, i've been saying it for quite a while now i personally think they've done enough yep. and mm. they just need to chill and let the data catch up um, but obviously, Philip Lowe's always said like he'll stop it. Not, like he he wants it. It's not moving down quick enough. Quick like enough. whilst it is moving, it's not moving quick enough. Sure. So it's hard. Like he's obviously got his mind set that he wants it mm. to a certain level within a certain time frame. He's only got one to do tool to do it. Yeah, that's rates. the problem. Yeah, mm. the government almost needs to step in and give him a hand because yeah. he's only got one tool to do one job, and that's to control inflation <laughs> with interest rates. Um, but so. to your point, what you said the other day with the instant asset write-off coming in and yeah. a lot of people buying cars in June that's or right, equipment yeah. in June, that's going to push up those inflation figures as well. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see what that June quarter starts to look there's like lots as of var- well. There's so many different variables that they Various. need to take into consideration. Yeah. Um, I really do th- – yeah, I, as, yeah, now that the end of financial year stuff's behind us, I honestly think the next three months of data is going to show – the That's real impact picture. it's going to yeah, be a, a more accurate picture but it's also going to be i think people will just really will stop spending now yep. it's almost like end of financial end of financial year last hurrah try to get those tax breaks or as much as possible yep. and then really just close the wallets shut down and yep. <laughs> bunker down for the the next six months yep. yep we'll see how we go all right we'll see how august goes so we'll do another podcast first tuesday of august so Good news for today, though. Yeah, Yeah, very good news. (laughs) Welcomed. See you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you have any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future topics, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. All of these episodes are available to download for free wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, take care.